from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Oh, Freak Nation, how are you doing on this big old hot Sunday night? We're doing damn good. No threat of camera meltdowns, computer meltdowns. Ah. Still could happen. Just told Stat. Hey, don't jinx it. Yeah, Statman's probably got thunderstorms lingering around somewhere at his studio there in Columbus. Us, it's still, let me look at my watch right now. Uh, 112 feels like 114 at 7 p.m. Pacific here in Phoenix. So you make yeah. the judgment there, Freak Nation. How you doing tonight, man? It's a big show. We finally got us a NASCAR Cup race that uh, worked out for a lot of folks, and for many more, it didn't. Denny Hamlin, your winner in Pocono. We've got sound, audio, video from Denny Hamlin. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Tim Wilkerson, NHRA Funny Car winner from the Northwest Nationals. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Matt and Angie Smith, the uh, dynamic duo in the Pro Stock Bike category. They'll be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Odie will be here. In the Freak Nation. Odie will be here in the Freak Nation. Otis Bacchus. Odie, Odie Bacchus will be here in the Freak Nation. Crasher? Yes. What, you want me to talk about the wonderful lineup that we have tonight? Yes, I do. I need you to talk about that wonderful lineup that we have tonight. <laughs> well, it was, it was a large weekend in motorsports. Let's just say, well, same track, different, no, 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 excuse me, different track, same results when it came to Formula One motocross, and in a little bit of the sense, IndyCar, when it comes to ovals. There's a lot of domination going on in motorsports these days, so it's something that we'll address coming up, and whether or not you like it. There's also race control issues, whether it's NASCAR or IndyCar. Do you right. agree with them? So, yeah, a few good things to get at and really irk you tonight. I think the good thing about this, though, is Statman's there on, of course, on the visual side of things, looking at us like, uh, I can't hear you. I cannot. Like I said, Freak Nation, things like that can happen. Uh, with the next two hours here in the Freak Nation. Again, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. We're there for you, man. Speedfreaks.tv is your website, Crasher. And uh, your IndyCar Series race today. A doubleheader yesterday. Today, Joseph Newgarden swept. Crash, can you elaborate, elaborate a little bit on the record that this guy's setting uh, in Iowa as we speak? Nobody since... I believe the last one was Al Sr. It's basically, there are three drivers in the history of IndyCar who have ever won five straight oval races. That list is A.J. Foyt, Al Unser Sr., and now Joseph Newgarden. It's been a long time. It's been at least 20, maybe 30 years since another driver went five straight oval wins in the series, and Joseph Newgarden just did it, and it's 2023. So, yes, what he is doing is astronomically incredible there has not been an oval race in this 2023 season that he has not won yet he goes all the way back to wwt raceway last year in i believe that was august to all the wins in the ovals 
So we're, what are we coming up on next? We're coming up on WWT Raceway right. this coming August. Right. Will he go an entire year straight of nobody winning on ovals except for him? It's We talk about the domination in Formula One with Max Verstappen and how right. upset we are at that. And then we also have in the past, over our last 23 years of doing this show, Speed Freaks, we've talked about how the domination of Jimmy Johnson and his seven championships at times was frustrating because you just wanted somebody else to come in and upset the apple cart. You wanted parody. Then you get parody and you're super excited. And then all of a sudden you realize back to whatever series you're a fan of, you're like, wait a minute, we should be respecting domination when we see it again. My personal thoughts on Max Verstappen aside, I don't know if I want to respect that because I'm still butthurt from the season finale two years ago. But with Joseph Newgarden, this is pretty incredible, I think. Am I off base in saying that? No, because again, you've got, it's not Joseph Newgarden and everybody else. Although if you look at this last weekend in Iowa, it kind of seemed like that. However, the first half of the race, his teammate, Will Power, we thought that dude was going to run away with it. Joseph Newgarden found his um, midsection and said, screw this, man. I'm going to sweep this bitch and go twofer Yeah, not quite the first half, though. Joseph led 212 of the 250 laps. What? He still dominated. Yesterday? No, today. I'm talking about to- yesterday. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, I'm talking about the Yeah, he the came from half. farther back yesterday to take the win. But he still, both races, more than half the field was lapped. This track is just so fast. Laps are between 18 and 20 seconds apiece. So it's just, it's mind-blowing what you're actually witnessing on a track like that in the middle of the cornfields in Iowa. Yeah, that's a good point. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Mav TV and the Freak Radio Network. Richard C. Suave taking the night off. No, he didn't take the night off. He's probably driving back yeah. right now, driving back from Comic-Con. Uh, in San Diego, uh, he's taking the night off. So now it's uh, Stat, Crasher, and yours truly. Uh, when you look at what's happened over the weekend, again, there was IndyCar with two dates in Iowa. You had Pocono with uh, Denny Hamlin taking the win. And I'm, I'm curious, given what we saw with the boos and Denny Hamlin, yeah. is, it, is the page com- – and, and yes, if you put Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson up next to each other, we know who the fans are going to vote for. And it all went down to – the fans thinking that Denny Hamlin kind of bumped Mr. Larson out of the way. And then when you saw that the uh, NASCAR gave, they went, uh, they threw the caution, that last lap gave Denny Hamlin the win, you heard the boos. You saw, you could just hear the hate for Denny Hamlin, but the love for Kyle Larson. You are in a big dirt oval state. Yes. So Kyle Larson has won himself a bazillion races in the state of Pennsylvania on dirt tracks from north, south, east, west, everywhere. So, yeah, you've got a lot of Kyle Larson fans in Pocono to begin with. Add to that, or excuse me, in Pennsylvania to begin with, Pocono, not the least of which we're talking about right now, but add to that the fact that Denny Hamlin has been arguably driving dirtier than usual over the last couple of years, and he hasn't been gaining fans. He's been losing fans, arguably, because of that. So yeah. add all that together and hence why the boos were as big as they've ever been. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Lucas Oil Studios coming up. Tim Wilkerson, your funny car winner from the Northwest Nationals. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Odie Baxter will be here in the Freak Nation. He won last weekend at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Formula D pilot. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. This is Denny Hamlin talking about Kyle Larson's comment about how he's never, Kyle Larson has never had to apologize hmm. for knocking Denny Hamlin 
off the track. Getting back to the topic we're talking about, how Denny Hamlin grabbed that win in Pocono, and it happened on a caution that last lap. But again, the push and run or draft and run, however you want to call it, uh, Denny Hamlin has another side of the story, which you would expect. Well, that's not true. He's he's ran me off a bunch of road courses and called me and said sorry, and I said I'm going to stand my ground next time. I, I don't, I'm not here to defend anything. I put both of those guys, the 48 and the 5, in an arrow situation. Didn't touch either one. How can you wreck someone you don't touch? They, they make a decision to either let off the gas and race side by side or hit the gas and hit the wall. I mean, I put them to those decisions. Uh, I didn't overshoot the corner. Uh, I was behind them. I tried to get position on them. I uh, knew it was going to be tight off of two. Uh, but always made sure I left a lane or more, more than a lane. You know, it's, it's the same, you know, these next-gen cars, for whatever reason, you get in that spot near the car on the outside, it, it sends them very tight. It, it just tightens their aero balance. Um, everyone knows it. Um, you know, Kyle is one of the best aero blockers in our field. Um, I knew once he got the lead and, and it was green, there was just no way I was going to go around on that. So I just backed off and just waited and, Try not to burn up my sh for a restart later because uh, he knows how to put you in a situation to just kill your car. So, um, you know, we waited and we, we pounced at, at the right time. He you know, didn't get his right sides clean and drove in the corner just too far and let us get beside him. And then I thought we were going to race it out off of two, but, uh, you know, it was just he got in the fence. So this is he said versus he said. Yeah. Kyle claiming that there was touch involved here from the side panels <laughs> versus Denny Hamlin saying right there it's an arrow issue. And Kyle should know because Kyle is apparently the best arrow blocker in the business. So who do you believe? Again, it's going to come down to fan bases. Who do you believe? Do you believe that they did touch Kyle Larson? Or do you believe that this was an arrow issue, Denny Hamlin, and that Denny doesn't need necessarily to apologize for fencing him? Kyle, of course, his exact words were, I don't believe I should be touched before even hitting the wall or something along those lines yeah. in his post-race interview. It was, it, I'm not going to say it shocked me because nothing shocks me nowadays, but it was interesting to hear the boos with Denny Hamlin. Once that caution dropped, it was bonkers. And you saw NBC show the crowd and how they, they're disdain for Denny Hamlin at the time. And at, the, at that time, the announcers were believing, at least this is what they were saying, they were believing that the boos were coming because the caution and the checkered flag were flying together. Basically that Denny Hamlin would be declared the winner and there would not be a run at a green-white checkered. So that's what the announcers at the time thought the boos were for, but those boos just grew and grew and grew and it became quite apparent really fast that nope, the boos were for the fact that Denny Hamlin was the winner and not Kyle Larson was not given the opportunity to at least vie for the win those final laps. Well, we'll see how this hatred for Denny Hamlin continues to grow. Look, you could continue to punch out uh, one of the most popular drivers in the sport, Kyle Larson. It'll only, it'll only grow yeah. from there, Freak Nation. Coming up, we have Tim Wilkerson, NHRA Funny Car winner from the Northwest Nationals, and more regarding Denny Hamlin's mistake. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us, more travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. The Pomerito Automotive Group 500 at Bird Black Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go! It's a worldwide technology raceway! It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back to back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, it's great to get Tim Wilkerson back here in the Freak Nation. Now, two-time winner 2023 season, the Funny Car Class, taking down J.R. Todd in the Northwest Nationals. Let's get right into that first round, Wilk. Uh, you took out a behemoth in Matt Hagen. Here's my cynical side here. Matt Hagen took you lightly, and you whooped his ass. Matt Hagen, with all that crazy money, there's no Tim Wilkerson over there. You think that's what happened? No, we – they know we got something for them about every weekend. We just uh, that the light was quick up there, and and uh, Hagen even got out and said, "Christ, look, we just barely trimmed the ball, and the light came on. I wasn't ready for it." But 
Yeah, I mean, I was second look around. Fourth went 92 with a, with a five, and I went 92 with an eight. So that would have been tough to beat. We were pretty proud of ourselves. Let me tell you, I got a great group of kids on the board. Did I see things incorrectly, or was the first round the fastest round of the day? And if so, why? You mean uh, you mean the ETs or the between rounds? I mean the ETs. It seemed like yeah. everybody, well, maybe not everybody, but the top guys were all three eights, three nines, whereas the rest of the day were four-second runs. Yeah, well, the track was the best it's been all week. We had a 110-degree racetrack. Uh, it was 10.30 in the morning. So we knew it would be very, very tough. And uh, I think Dickie Venables went up there thinking the same thing, that he was just going to swing and, and knock it out of the park. But, uh, you know, we were ready for that. Um, you know, it was just going to be a, a good, a good tough race, and we knew that. And I looked at that draw yesterday, I got it, and I'm like, oh, you crap, are you kidding me? I got to race the champ. That's awful. But, hey, we were lucky enough to have something for him. Tim Wilkinson, NHRA Funny Car winner from the Northwest Nationals. Now you're two-time winner for 2023. This puts a big freaking stamp on the 2023 season that you're here to win this damn championship and not just fill space, Tim Wilkinson. Well, I appreciate that. I don't know. I, I don't. I never brag about my kid or my car because they'll come back to bite you. But I appreciate all that. That's some good confidence building for the team, and that's what we need. And even for me, an old guy that, you know, when I come in like that, it, it really makes me feel a lot better. And it, it makes me more confident in tuning and, and uh, more confident in driving. So thank you very much for saying that. I, I dug pretty deep there to, to try to make my jump run like it did. Tim Wilkerson is the funny car winner from Seattle. Was it the gray hair that's got you speeded up this weekend, this year? Come on, that's two wins, dude. That's, you know, we, we've gone months without talking to you and now you got two wins in one year yeah you can see that can't you that's a that's years of experience is what that is not that's you know the keeping it all real all the time but you know you never know when it's going to be your last year or your last race or any of that when you're 62 years old it's tough to know when your last race is going to be so hey i'm uh i'm trying everything i can i don't think i'll make it to john force's age so trying to be uh trying to be the baddest hombre I can while I can. But uh, most of us, all the kids that work on this car, I'm just a team man to be able to drive and tune it. Tim, can you pinpoint what it is that's really have you, that has you as in contention for a championship? That, that you can say the kids, you can say your hair, whatever, but is there one thing there that is really clicking? No, I mean, we've, we've, we've always had a good car. I mean, I, yeah, you know, the partnership with Joe Maynard and Skag, that, of course, is – it's give us a little bigger budget and uh, so we are buying some things that we, we wouldn't have wouldn't have had but i never really did without before i mean we had a lot of product before now instead of having one of everything we have three of everything which maybe not raising as chicken as i used to tim skag is exactly where i wanted to go with this final question before we let you go how much are you able to lean on or learn from your skag teammates be it justin ashley or tony schumacher for additional data well, I can I can tell you without hurting anybody's feelings that dragsters and funny cars are boys and girls. I don't <laughs> I don't compare anything. They really are. I mean, I don't compare anything them to do to what I do. I mean, I do have plenty of access to lean on them guys if I have questions. And uh, tell you the truth, Phil Schuler comes for every room, and we shoot get a little bit about how smart we are, how dumb we are, and uh, you know my my dragster teammates, they do a terrific job. And uh, Tony's car is coming around. They made been a lot of good runs this weekend. And, of course, 
Justin Nashley, man, if I could be that kid every weekend, I'd be tough to beat. So we're pretty excited about the year. Tim Wilkerson, wacky internet and all. Now you're two-time winner in Funny Car Class NHRA. Tim, get back to writing those checks, buddy. Thank you for joining the Freaks. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm sorry the, the uh, reception better. Appreciate the speed, Freaks, and uh, I'm one of your fans. You know that. I love you guys. Thanks. Uh, the the 62-year-old Tim Wilkerson, and talk a little bit about that is, yeah, gray hair. He's been doing it for decades. But, man, when you're schooling dudes at the light like he's doing, yeah. there's something else going on there, man. Yeah, well, I do like how he talked about the upping of the budgets with Maynard family, you know, joining forces. Of course, you know, his skag teammates. He can say that, you know, they're about as similar as boys are with girls, but there's got to be something that they can talk about, whether it's him and Justin Ashley or him and Tony Schumacher, about the conditions of the track, mm -hmm. about how the weather's going to affect they're mixed or whatnot. So, yeah, there's something you guys both pointed it out in your questions in that interview. Something is clicking better this year than it has in other years. And that's the one thing that, if you could point to one thing in 23 years we've been doing this, I always love when the lights come on and guys <laughs> go from winning sporadically to winning regularly. I love that. And I, sometimes they just, I don't know. And that's, I guess that's fair, but there's got to be something that's happened to turn the light on. When you go into a dark room, you grope around for the light switch once in a while. And, uh, but when the light comes on and suddenly everything makes sense, I just love to hear those kind of stories. Yeah, I think he nailed it, whether he intended to say it or not. In the slight increased budget, they have additional parts now. And he specifically said, I don't have to drive. I don't know the exact word he used there, but I don't have to drive as cautiously anymore. So, yeah, there you go. And when you don't have to constantly be thinking about, you know, budget and, and pieces and parts going away, you'll learn things a little bit mm -hmm. better or at least a little bit quicker. That, that crash, you could not be more truthful. That's when you know you got a spare part and when you nail the, the throttle and something breaks, you just let, all you have to do is hurry to the and replace it and get back to the start line to go again. That, that makes all the difference in the world in your mindset and going after the guy in the next lane. And I'm not going to get into the whole conversation about how well would a 61 or 60-year-old do a NASCAR IndyCar. We don't need to go there. They were talking about drag racing, man. There were apples and oranges. Come on. Yeah, I, I get that. But reaction times, we know that as you age, reaction times diminish. But with reaction times being just as, as important as a fast car and getting down to 1,000 feet as quick as possible, it's just a, it's just a number. It's an important number, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's crucial. Yeah. And, and John Force is in his 70s, and he's still, uh, you know, school of guys at the line. So uh, he, uh, Tim Wilkerson's got another decade to go. He said it's not going to go as long as Force, but if he starts beating guys, he might find it pretty nice to stay out there and win some. You know what, though, Ken, you can say that your reaction goes away when you get older, and yes, there there's absolute truth to that. But what also happens with some of these guys in drag racing is they had fun in their younger years of drag racing and could perform all day long on a Sunday. Whereas in their elder years, 
they're not up late at night on a Saturday necessarily. They are focusing. They're getting a better night's rest. They're not having a beverage or 12 the night before. So when it comes to Sunday, they are better focused than a typical Joe Blow their age. Yep. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sarge at Speed Freaks here on a Sunday night. That was Tim Wilkerson, NHRA funny car pilot here in the Freak Nation. Statman, can you hear us at this time? I think that would be no. I think that would be a negative. I think he's texting me right now saying, still nothing. <laughs> uh, like I said, Freak Nation, expect the unexpected here in the Freak Nation. Statman checking in from Columbus. We'll figure out his freaking audio here in a moment. But again, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Freak Radio Network, and of course on MAV TV, Tim Wilkerson, 60-plus years old with reaction times that of a 20-something, kicking the ass of J.R. Todd and Matt Hagan in the Northwest Nationals. And Crasher, one of the things that he said there was, of course, talking about he has threes of things now. Such a lifesaver. Such a, it's just a relief to be able to have multiples. I mean, Statman just alluded to it as well, in that you just run things differently. When you know all you have to do is go back to your pits and just swap out the bad piece with the good piece instead of trying to actually have to fix something in a, what, 60 to 90 minute window. Again, Freak Nation, coming up, we're going to have Odie back just joining us here in the Freak Nation. Dude is a madman when it comes to Formula Drift. Uh, One last weekend in St. Louis. He'll be joining us coming up here in the Freak Nation. Also, Matt and Angie Smith, NHRA badasses in the Pro Stock Motorcycle class with the NHRA. And your Statman Scat coming up, Danger, Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, it's a big show, Freak Nation. Uh, It's all right here at Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Freaks. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire delivers. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in 
in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800 Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finished their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's obvious that motorsports is dangerous on any level it's dangerous people get injured and people die this week a very unscientific look at the problem found 21 deaths worldwide this year at least 13 of came in some form of rallying and I'm a big rally fan I've participated organized and won awards for uh, covering the sport so it's hard to talk about the death of a woman, a co-driver at the New England Rally and Championship, National Championship, just nine days ago. I have no idea how or why she died, uh, but people are working hard to make motorsport, especially rallying, safer. Speeds have been reduced, cars have been modified for safety, and uh, equipment has been checked and double-checked to meet safety standards. But in my opinion, my opinion, the one thing that's not checked enough is the actual shell, the age of the metal and the wear and tear on the shell itself. People in rallying and even drifting are using cars built 20 and 25 years ago. 
They've been banged around, welded, modified, and banged around some more. The fact that some are using 25-year-old metal that's weathered and worn, welded is beyond me, no matter how much safety equipment is bolted in. I hope the people in the motorsport industry reconsider the issue and outlaw metal that's a quarter century old. Peace. I only wish, I only wish that Statman was here to talk about it, man. Evidently, the storms took Statman out in Columbus, Ohio. But you heard Statman talking about whether it was rally uh, cars that metal that's decades old still Im- implemented or still part of a series should not be a part of any series. Uh, we'll try and elaborate a little bit more on that coming up in the second hour. But first, Crash Gladys, we got some pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find out the tire for your righteous ride. You got yourself a sports car, an F-150. What about a snappy little Cobra GT? They got them, man. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? All right, we had IndyCar's doubleheader in Iowa, NASCAR at the Tricky Triangle, NHRA in the Pacific Northwest, and Formula One with a different stage, same result. Let's just start with F1. In Hungary, Max Verstappen with his seventh straight race win, again in dominant fashion. But with the win, get this, Red Bull eclipsed 12 consecutive victories, breaking the previous record set by McLaren in 1988. So that boggles my mind, which I know, Kenny, you don't like that phrase, but that's just the one that came to my mind right now. It made me wonder how in the early 2000s, with all that Ferrari domination, Mm -hmm. how has this record held of 12 consecutive wins since 1988? I don't know. Did they never have Ferrari? Did they never have 11 or 12 straight? Apparently not. That's just interesting to me. Actually, we could all use that same theory of, well, different ovals, same result with IndyCar, too. The IndyCar Circus held their seasons-only doubleheader on the Fast Iowa Oval this weekend, and both, yes, both races were won by Joseph Newgarden, lapping the vast majority of the field each day en route to his wins as well. So, going back to St. Louis last season, Newgarden, is undefeated on ovals. Holy smokes. Undefeated. All right. On the Pennsylvania Oval, known as the Tricky Triangle, a.k.a. Pocono, Kyle Busch raced to his team's 100th win in the truck series with his last lap pass. Austin Hill took the dub in overtime in the Xfinity series after overcoming his pit speeding penalty early on. And then Denny Hamlin drove, or did he push, around Kyle Larson to take the win in the Cup Series this afternoon, Sunday afternoon. His, okay, say what you will about Denny Hamlin. Say what you will about Kyle Larson and who you like better and who should have been in what scenario in this situation. This is still Denny Hamlin's record seventh win in Pocono on that asphalt, his 50th win overall, and his 600th win for, or not his 600th win, but the 600th win for Toyota. NHRA raced the second part of their West Coast swing in Seattle. Words were exchanged in funny car, but in the end, it was Tim Wilkerson with the win, his second on the season. Steve Torrance notched his first Wally in top fuel, and Gage Herrera is now the only guy, the only driver, the only rider eligible for the sweep, the West Coast swing sweep after his win in Pro Stock Motorcycle. So let's stick with motorcycles to wrap up these notes, all right? In the 250s, Hayden Deegan won with a double moto sweep. 
week. But remember that the theme to kick things off, different track, same results. Well, that holds true again for Jet Lawrence. He verstappened the field yet again with a 1-1 on his motos in Washington. We're talking Washougal, his eighth perfect race. Eighth perfect race. Oh, yeah. He's a rookie in 450s. What? Insane. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the righteous tire for your righteous ride. When you look at what, again, Crasher, what these guys are doing, frankly, in general, what... Um, Motocross? Yeah, Jet and Mac, Matt uh, Verstappen. Max Verstappen. Verstappen. Mm -hmm. What these guys are Joseph doing. Joseph Newgarden on ovals. I, I'm sorry, man. This, there's something in the water that these <laughs> dudes are drinking. I just, uh, it's tough for me to imagine, especially a guy like uh, Jet Lawrence. Just complete domination. Well, as a rookie, that's what makes it even yeah. more fascinating is that he just started out on 450s this year. I feel like we are talking in circles this summer because we say this almost every weekend in that. Jet Lawrence made his 450 debut at the end of the Supercross season. Now he's going full-time in the outdoor season, and he's done nothing but win. Nothing but dominate. Not just win. Nothing but dominate. He has yet to lose a moto. He has yet to lose an right. outdoor moto. Just let that sink in. Yeah, that's, when you find a guy like Jet Lawrence, and we talked about this, what, maybe three Four weekends, four races into the season for motocross. Yeah, we knew early on something was something was crazy. Something was yeah. going on. So it's nice to see uh, Jet Lawrence doing what he and it's a it's a guy that we had here in the Freak Nation maybe two, three years ago when he was d just starting to pop on two fifties. Just starting to pop, right? So yeah, you know what? Yeah, that was only a few years ago, if we really think about it. And then we had him on a few times last year right. with his awesome domination in the two fifties and Supercross. And it, he's just he's he's a great talent. And we have so many more years to witness this. So enjoy the ride. Yeah, this is Kyle Larson esque from a few years ago when yeah. he went out and won what twelve races. And then needed a hell of a pit stop at Phoenix International Raceway to win the championship. Mm -hmm. This is Kyle Larson esque. Uh, we haven't well, seen circuit 2023. It's Max Verstappen esque, right? Uh, Robert Height from a year or two ago, when Ooh, leading up into the finals and then loses the championship. Robert Height with domination in the the funny car class. And say what you will about drag racing, yeah, it's you know four seconds or less versus you know three hours in a race car. It's, they're still racing. They're still running up against drivers of their stature and drivers that win championships care what series it is man motocross drag racing uh, nascar dirt uh, when you have domination like this in a class uh, it's just it, and we ask my go-to and it's probably a crutch my go-to when i'm asking drivers crasher about their domination is can you pinpoint one thing and very rarely do they say yeah <laughs> we had issues with the throttle or we had issues with uh, the rear end, this or that, for six years. Now, now they, they very seldom can say, yes, just one thing was the issue. We got rid of this happy bastard right wheel, right wheel rear changer who was coming to the track loaded for the first 26 race. I, so I, I, don't, I don't know if that's just me trying to figure out the, the magic sauce crash or what. Let's not talk about left rear tire changers, right rear tire changers. There were some issues with in the IndyCar race today. Yeah. Did you know that? Okay, if we're going to talk about that, though, just for a second. Stingray Rob, obviously, 
I don't know if it was his crew chief that let the car go too early. I don't know if it was the vent and air jack guy who mm-hmm. let the car down too early. Whatever. The left rear tire changer did not get the tire on all the way. So guess what? Half, maybe three quarters of a lap around, the tire comes off. Almost takes out your eventual race winner, Joseph Newgarden. So that was an awful situation. Stingray Rob disqualified. But guess what else happened in the IndyCar race? Benjamin Peterson was parked because he was going too slow for safety concerns. <laughs> just a wicked race today. Just, oh, that track is fast. So, yeah, that just, sorry, that kind of came out of nowhere for me saying that. But when you were talking about rear tire changers, I'm like, well, let's just go ahead and talk about what happened in Iowa today. No, I get it. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Doing our best to get Statman back on the show. Weather issues with him in Columbus, Ohio. Mm. We'll see if we can figure, uh, figure that out. His name is Odie Baxter joining us here in the Freak Nation. Love this guy. I mean, it's the first time that we've had a chance to speak to him. Won the Formula Drift event in St. Louis, Worldwide Technology Raceway last weekend. He joins us next. It's coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Motorsports Radio, redefined. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. 
Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Motorsports Radio, redefined. If you do research on Odie, you find out that this guy just doesn't hop in a car, get out of the car, and hop on a plane. This guy's got his hands and feet and mind in so many aspects of Formula D, drifting, and automotive uh, aftermarket that it's, it can be a little mind-boggling for you at times to be able to compartmentalize it. Oh, i got to go drive now, right? Yeah, certainly. Um, 2011, I stepped into Formula Drift and got my pro license, and I was all, all gung-ho about it. And um, that was me, one man team, you know, I had a group of friends and now um, it's turned into something a lot more than that. I, have, I own a three car team. Uh, I am just one of the drivers out of the three. And on top of that, I run a aftermarket suspension company called Fuel Suspension. We manufacture shocks, not just for drift cars, road race cars. We used to manufacture them for rally cars, um, road cars and the two businesses, you know, obviously mesh together. I, you know, feel race team. It's it's our race team. Um, but there's a lot. Yeah, I wear a lot of hats. You know, and um, bounce around from one of our businesses to the other, and have employees uh, that work in one business strictly, and then the other one. Um, and I try to keep everything cohesive, and try to try to have everything come back to you know just being more competitive in Formula Drift and at the same time taking care of my family and making sure that all my employees have have a great place to work and, you know, my family's taken care of and my kids can grow and, and live comfortably. So definitely a lot. Odie Back is joining us in the Freak Nation. Winner, Formula Drift winner from Worldwide Technology Raceway just last weekend. And you talk about hoping to keep things cohesive. 
Right now, we're talking to you at a very cohesive time. You're coming off a win. You actually had all three of your cars on the podium in the St. Louis race, the, the St. Louis event. But it's not always like that. How are you able to balance things when, let's say, the business side of things are getting pretty challenging, yet you got to hop in the cockpit and make things work? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, when I get to hop in the car and focus on the driving, it, it's an escape, right, away from, like you said, if business isn't going well. Hmm. And that's what keeps me going. Uh, but at the same time, I keep reminding myself, me jumping in the car at this point in my career is helping the businesses grow as well. You know, it's good marketing for them. And you just got to switch from one one thing to the other. And, you know, it, it's challenging. It, there's no uh, no doubt about that. But I enjoy it, man. I It's what gets me out of bed is, is having to juggle these things. You truly wouldn't want it any other way, I would imagine. No. I mean, I've been very fortunate that I've been kind of living in the moment, honestly, like deciding to build a brand new pro car and having my wife be also a business partner in our businesses and her going, you know what, that gets you out of bed. Let's freaking do it. And here we are like with only months to spare and we're deciding to do this. We're truly living in the moment. And, you know, that's a fun stage in my life. And and we're just, you know, enjoying the fruits of our labor. And I want to ask a, a delicate question here. Rallying and drifting have at least one thing in common, where there are people who use very old cars, and they build them up. And um, I was told once by a very successful rally guy who said that Americans don't understand that the, uh, the shell of the car is part of the suspension that could be replaced. It's not something that should be used. Uh, I know people that are using 25-year-old cars in both series. As a, a wizard in suspension, uh, how, where do you uh, stand on that kind of idea? Yeah, there's some validity to that for sure. And in drifting, the rigidity of the unibody chassis is playing a pretty big role in the way the car feels. Like you could build... I campaign Nissan T40 SX chassis. They're very lightweight, old Japanese vehicles. Um, there's various degrees of how rigid they are depending on what kind of life they had before I get my hands on them. And building several S chassis, that's what we call them, the 240 SX vehicles and S chassis, that's the chassis code. Um, I've noticed that they behave slightly differently, even if the build is pretty much the same. So the chassis being flexible versus being rigid, yeah, it changes the dynamics of the car a little bit. Luckily, with you know shock technology these days, you can really um, alter the way the car feels quite a bit, and the chassis flex becomes less significant. But um, there, yeah, that's a huge element. If um, people are building identical vehicles and then they're scratching their head why they don't have the same dynamics on the track, it's because the chassis flexes at a different rate. So, yeah, in rally cars, they obviously get beat way harder, way faster. The lifespan's way shorter. So that comes into play even more. I was just, just, just thinking about this. With the, world, with the Women's World Cup underway, uh, soccer uses VAR for reviews. You've got artificial intelligence. You guys have judges, the old school way of, of actual human beings judging your runs. Do you see that evolving into a computer-type judgment moving forward for uh, Drift? Um, you know, at this point, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a, uh, evolution because there's certain, there's other series like 
Like in Japan, D1 uses uh, a system called DOS. It's a computer system that judges your driving. Driving style ends up being quite different because now you're trying to appease the computer. So you realize like how to transition the car, how to hold angle, how to burst into speed. You, you basically tailor your driving around appeasing this computer box to give you the highest score. Um, and that is not necessarily the better way to run a drifting series. It's just a different way. So it's been happening for many, many years. Um, I, ha I had a chance to drive in Japan and use that system, and uh, it was interesting to try to learn it. Um, so I, I don't think the evolution of drifting is going to be moving to electronics. I think the evolution of drifting is... Uh, moving to electronic aids, but not necessarily using those to be the end and final judge. And Formula Drift is doing a great job of having computer-aided um, te technology, basically, or te technology to help the judges. Because now, in the event that there's a collision and the judges have to assess fault, if it's driver A or B, uh, there's actual telemetry data on the vehicles that have live feed uh, going to our windshield. There's a, a deceleration light, acceleration light. You can see a green light basically illuminating, which means we're accelerating. Uh, they have an algorithm that they don't necessarily share with the drivers, so we don't really know, you know how to trick it. But it illuminates a different color as we start slowing down a certain amount. Um, things like that are, that's where the future of the sport is heading um, to make, to give the judges more tools to make the proper decisions. And FD's Formula Drift is on that. So it's, it's really good to be a part of the series that's pushing the envelope and making sure that the sport's fair, transparent, and ultimately, hopefully, the, the fans understand it better and better. Are there times that you... Well, first of all, do you know who the judges are every race weekend? Yeah, yeah, we do. There's... A, they're rotating. This year is a little different. Before, it was always the same three judges. The only thing that would differ round to round is that the same three judges would pick a different criteria to judge you on. So one would do style, the other one would be angle, uh, the other one would be line. Now, we actually have four judges, so only three judge at a time. So the fourth one basically rotates out every single round. Um, but we're told in the driver's meeting, you know, who the judges are, and the judges give us you know, expectations during the driver's meeting. Like, hey, we expect you to do A, B, and C on this course. And uh, we just got to do it. We got to drive the way they want us to drive. Sometimes we would prefer to drive differently. Sometimes we prefer to take a slightly different line. But, you know, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to demonstrate that we can put the car exactly where the judges want and we could accelerate and decelerate the car exactly where the judges want. Well, Odie, Odie, hold on a second. There's got to be a time when you go up to the judge, put your arms around him like a godfather, and kind of slip in a 40% discount of field suspension <laughs> in his pocket and pat him on the back of the head and say, I love you, and walk off, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we had a running joke that, hey, he sends them the best edible arrangement. <laughs> so, uh, no, man, those guys do a, a, a killer job. and. Oh. They, you know, they're, they're human. Everyone, there's, there's human error, but I, I think, I think they have the job and that's just what it is. And they, they do a damn good job, you know, fulfilling that criteria of being a judge. It's, it's a really, really tough job. Um, I could tell those guys get stressed out, man, like middle of the event, you know, if you ever see them step out and just take a breather, like you could tell, like they're burdened with a lot, like 
all of our teams are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to go and play. And they, I think, feel that, like, hey, look, they got to do a good job to make the right call. Uh, it's just yeah. a lot of stake. Love that guy, Odie Backus. Back to us here at the Freak Nation. Coming up next, we've got more of the second hour of the Freaks. Your stat man, Scat, and Matt and Angie Smith, a couple of badasses. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. 
With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Coming up in the second hour, Freak Nation, Matt and Angie Smith, the dynamic duo on two wheels when it comes to your NHRA Pro Stock bikes. Here in the Freak Nation, also your Statman Scat, the dangers of rally, and which might frankly translate to drifting. We'll get to that coming up here in the Freak Nation in moments. More on Denny Hamlin pissing off about ninety thousand people at Pocono Raceway, and. We'll also get into a conversation, the epicness that is Jet Lawrence, Mm -hmm. Joseph Newgarden, and Max Verstappen. It's all coming up here in the Freak Nation. Play ball with us, Freak Nation. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're there for you. Hit us up at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Statman, we'd like to welcome you back at the Freak Nation. Now that uh, storms and the mice and the technical issues have uh, worked themselves out, buddy. I fed the mice during that break. Yeah. They said, thank you. We'll give it back to you now. So everything is fine. So who electrocuted the mice? I mean, lightning had something to do with something around there, didn't it? Yeah, I crossed my fingers and <laughs> toes and everything. And knock on, knock on wood. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, Freak Nation, that's, yeah. Uh, that is technology nowadays. Now, Statman, you heard that first hour, and we'll let you take the floor a little bit on this. When Denny Hamlin got the win in Pocono, when the caution was thrown on that last lap, you automatically – I know that they tried to cover it up initially, but Jeff Burton wisely said, no, that's not the reason why they're booing. They're booing because freaking Denny Hamlin punted uh, Kyle Larson. And – Kyle Larson says he's never, he's never had uh, any issue with Danny, Denny Hamlin and having to punt Denny Hamlin in the past. Well, he's never had to apologize to Denny Hamlin. Right. But then later on, as we played in the first hour, we will replay it again. Denny said, no, that's not true. He has called me up and apologized a couple of times, as a matter of fact. So it's a he said versus he said. Stat man, the floor is yours, buddy. 
we're going to see who apologized to whom. I have seen Kyle Larson uh, kind of rub guys and bump fenders, and I'll never forget the time he slammed into the guy at Indianapolis on the road course, knocked him uh, to, uh, what's that town? You oh, last in? year. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kyle Larson is not uh, faultless in his, the way he handles stuff, but both of these guys, uh, I don't know how Denny Hamlin could say, I never touched him. He knocked him into the wall for crying out loud. So, uh, you know, if they were friends before, I don't know how long that friendship is going to last going forward. They're going to have to sit down and have a conversation Mm -hmm. about some of this stuff and what happened. Uh, Both of them are saying uh, opposite. Both of them are on opposite sides of that aisle right now. Yeah, Denny Hamlin on the aisle of, oh, no, this was just an arrow issue. And I did everything in my power not to take the arrow off of him. Kyle Larson in the standing in the aisle of he touched me and he touched me and he pushed me up into the fence. It's yeah, well, just... it was uh, I forget who it was, LaJoy, maybe that uh, uh, Hamlin got close to. He didn't touch him, but he took the air off of the spoiler instead of the spoiler holding him down. The air went from straight from. LaJoy's car to Hamlin's car, he lost traction and uh, put him into the wall. Supposedly, the announcers were saying that LaJoy was looking for Hamlin after the race. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, both of these guys uh, do what they want to do on the racetrack and think they could get away with it. Uh, In short, couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of people. Here's Diddy Hamlin (laughs) post-race. Diddy Hamlin post-race, he was asked regarding, asked a about Kyle Larson's comment about uh, really n- never had to call him out, Crasher, on a push or a shove or a, an arrow draft in the past. Uh, Denny Hamlin, his take on Kyle Larson's comment. Well, that's not true. He's he's ran me off a bunch of road courses and called me and said sorry, and I said I'm going to stand my ground next time. I, I don't, I'm not here to defend anything. I put both of those guys, the 48 and the 5, in it arrow situation didn't touch either one how can you wreck someone you don't touch they, they make a decision to either let off the gas and race side by side or hit the gas and hit the wall I mean I put them to those decisions uh, I didn't overshoot the corner uh, I was behind them I tried to get position on them I uh, knew it was going to be tight off of two uh, but always made sure I left a lane or more more than a lane you know, it's the same, you know, these next-gen cars, for whatever reason, you get in that spot near the car on the outside, it, it sends them very tight. It, it just tightens their aero balance. Um, everyone knows it. Um, you know, Kyle is one of the best aero blockers in our field. Um, I knew once he got the lead and, and it was green, there was just no way I was going to go around on that. So I just backed off and just waited and tried not to burn up my sh- for a restart later. Because uh, he knows how to put you in a situation to just kill your car. So, um, you know, we waited and we we pounced at at the right time. He you know didn't get his right sides clean and drove in the corner just too far and let us get beside him. And then I thought we were going to race it out off of two, but uh, you know it was just he got in the fence. He got in the fence, that man. Oh, just coincidentally. That uh, he he changed his. 
idea two or three times in that soundbite. He knows how to take the air off a car. That's how you pass people on uh, uh, ovals, especially short ovals. You don't have to hang them out of the way. All you have to do is take the air off the rear of the car. And the side drafting that happens on a track like at uh, Pocono, uh, of course, he he knew what he was doing. He knew, and he, he said it with the arrow. He <laughs> said that, that Kyle Larson knows how to handle the arrow, so I had to do something about it. And he did. He knocked <laughs> him into the wall. Uh, so I I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I do not understand how somebody could stand up in front of a room full of knowledgeable people and just tell them anything and expect them to be believed. Yeah, well, part of the entertainment business is acting, and these drivers have become excellent actors post-race, sometimes pre-race, but post-race especially. And they tell you things sometimes in a way that the truth gets buried even though they just said it right in front of you. And that's pretty much what happened right there in Denny Hamlin's little speech. Yeah, he, he changed... He changed boats in the middle of the stream two or three times in that, in that soundbite. Mm-hmm. I just, that's that's amazing to me how I, I don't know anything about NASCAR racing, but I do know what he said was both sides of the timeline, both sides of his mouth, both out of both cars, both sides of the track, both sides of the aisle, uh, however else you want to say it. <laughs> He conflicted his own statements in that, I don't know, one-minute sound. Well, here's something for you, Freak Nation. Figure this out. When was the last time, the last time, okay, when was the first time you heard a driver complain about another driver doing something on the track, and that other driver he was complaining about goes, he's right. I did it on – you'll never, ever, ever – ever hear two drivers agree on something when there was a transgression on the track. So I didn't expect Denny Hamlin or Kyle Larson to go, yep, yep, he's right. Yeah, hell yes, he's right. They're not going to say that. And of of all the people, Denny Hamlin's the guy, as we found found out recently with his podcast, that uh, he's pretty much free to say anything he wants now. And if... The problem I had editing some of that, now getting, and, and the point I'm, I'm making here is Denny Hamlin, he's going to say what he feels, whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. But if you go back and listen to this press conference, it's 25 minutes of a lot of S-bombs. And there's frustration <laughs> there. And I, I'd be curious to hear Denny Hamlin's true take, and maybe we'll hear it tomorrow with his podcast. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, right. Maybe we'll hear it. Uh, is it affecting him with the size of those boos and the, uh, the 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 massive callouts that he's getting from the fan base? When at one time Denny Hamlin was a favorite, he was the he was the antagonist or protagonist of his teammate Kyle Busch. People oh, loved right. him some Denny Hamlin, but now how the tide has turned, Statman. You know what's going to happen is that he's going to get a phone call from uh, Mavis Tires or uh, FedEx or Coca-Cola, the sponsors that he has, and they're going to say, hey, dude, those 90,000 people who were booing you, they buy our products, and you represent our products. And if you're going to sit there and let them boo you and laugh and say, I don't care, 
well, you'll be out there by yourself. A perfect example of that is Kyle Busch, who tried to play the villain for several years, and when he needed sponsorship, he couldn't find it. Mm -hmm. And that's why he left Joe Gibbs and is now at Richard Childress, and he's the nicest guy you could imagine because he's that villain role doesn't go far these days when sponsors are eager to get out from under million-dollar contracts. Freak Nation, coming up next, the dynamic duo of Matt and Angie Smith. What's this about hanging meat? We'll figure that out. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pants and the Lucas Oil Studios Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables. Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road. Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens. But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go! It's a race at Worldwide Technology Raceway! It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing, only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
of it obvious that motorsports is dangerous on any level it's dangerous. People get injured and people die. This week, a very unscientific look at the problem found 21 deaths worldwide this year. At least 13 have came in some form of rallying. And I'm a big rally fan. I've participated, organized, and won awards for uh, covering the sport. So it's hard to talk about the death of a woman, a co-driver at the New England Rally and Championship, National Championship, just nine days ago. I have no idea how or why she died, uh, but people are working hard to make motorsport, especially rallying, safer. Speeds have been reduced, cars have been modified for safety, and uh, equipment has been checked and double-checked to meet safety standards. But in my opinion, my opinion, the one thing that's not checked enough is the actual shell, the age of the metal and the wear and tear on the shell itself. People in rallying and even drifting are using cars built 20 and 25 years ago. They've been banged around, welded, modified, and banged around some more. The fact that some are using 25-year-old metal that's weathered and worn, welded is beyond me, no matter how much safety equipment is bolted in. I hope the people in the motorsport industry reconsider the issue and outlaw metal that's a quarter century old. Peace. Statman Scat brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find, really, any product, okay, to keep your engine snappy and happy. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, your car's interior, your exterior. Don't believe me? Check it out at lucasoil.com. Hundreds of items to keep your automobiles, your bikes, your boats happy. Playing off of the Statman Scat and listening to your comment and your commentary, and a lot of that, remember, it's Statman's opinion. But getting back to these older cars that they're running in rally, Statman, is it, the, is it frankly, the setup of these cars and the way they were built with the rack and pinion and the, the actual bracing of these cars that seem to work much better than cars in the late 2000s or the... 2015s or 16s? Well, let me let me say first of all that again, this is my opinion, yeah. but it is based on some conversations that I've had with championship drivers and some of the officials in the series. Now, the accident that took the life of uh, the woman in New New at the New England Rally that's still being investigated, so nobody knows what caused it or why uh, or any of that. So all of these disclaimers, but. You can't start with a 25- or 30-year-old car. These cars are, were built in the mid-'90s, some of them, and uh, they, the metal is old. It's been bent. It's been pushed back to meet some sort of standard. You can't do that more than once or twice before the, the shell is damaged and needs to be replaced. I had a championship driver tell me, uh, in a long conversation several years ago that, uh, that that's one problem that Americans have in rallying is that they tend to uh, use the shell over and over again before the metal has become fatigued and they don't understand that the shell is part of the replaceable parts in the car. 
So uh, that you look, you look out there, and it's not so much now as it was before, but it still happens. Some of these cars are lumps, and I wouldn't drive them to tech inspection, much less drive them down a stage road at speed. So, uh, and again, I don't, I'm not saying that that's what the problem was in this accident right. or in the accident. I'm saying that uh, this is a problem that needs to be addressed, and a cage will protect you if you uh, get off-road, maybe slam into a tree, but the the movement of the chassis, even if it's minuscule or minute movements, will cause problems at the wrong time and send you into that tree mm -hmm. that could cause even greater problems. Okay, later. well, Statman, then the simple question is, why do they continue to run these lumps when you're an outsider right now? I mean, granted, you were heavily involved in rally at one time, but you, you still see an issue here that tells me that these people are blind or they're poor and they don't want to sink money into a better body, a better car. Why run these old jalopies, these lumps, as you call it? That's that's part of the issue that uh, rallying, I've, I've been looked at as a pariah to some degree because <laughs> I've said for years that the rally community needs to set aside some people who will compete on a national basis and have the money to have new cars and uh, repair the cars properly uh, and they compete for the national championship. So much of the money that goes into rallying is from the sportsmen who uh, the they have uh, 75 cars in the event. The back 50 are sportsmen who just run in that local event. And quite frankly, they can't afford to replace the shell uh, as often as it needs to be replaced. And that's what the, a lot of the officials uh, have told me at least that they don't want to do that because uh, they, they would lose a significant number of people in the field. I think that's a mistake. Okay, so losing a significant number of people in the field who are paying their entry fees matters more than losing somebody's life? I, 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 again, no, that, I'm putting words in your mouth, I'm putting words in other people's mouths, but that's the, uh, that's the illusion that is, that is coming off of this. And I don't like that. That I don't like it either. That's the illusion. I want to be very careful about what right. we're saying. Right. All of us are saying. We're not saying that that's caused any accidents. But I do know that uh, cars are old, and sometimes they go by me on the road, and you can hear them uh, uh, twist and turn. They're old, and they should be uh, retired. But some people like get another year out of this. Oh. And... Uh, you know, that's just not that's not fair to anybody on the side of the road, in the car or any place else. Are the sanctioning bodies just neutered? They, they don't have the huevos or the balls to step in there and say, look, man, what you're driving is a lump. You need to update. And it's your a ride. legal issue. That's what tech inspection will do. And some of the cars that they look at are fine examples, uh, but the metal. 30, 25, or 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. The cars, they look wonderful. But if a car is supposed to work like this to be proper, and sometimes it moves like this, and that's not, that's dangerous. Because of so, wear and tear over decades. 
Yes, exactly. You crash. You said it better than I said it for twenty minutes. No, that's not true. But is wear this... and tear over decades yeah. that uh, needs to be addressed. And if the if you address it by saying you can't run this car, mm -hmm. then um, there's a they they would rather have the entry than not have the mm -hmm. entry. And that sounds callous. Uh, and it probably is oversimplification on my part, but these are sportsmen, largely sportsmen dr drivers who are out there to have a good time and compete and see how they fit against the fast guys that come into town. Uh, but I think that that is a danger that should be addressed at some point. Does this happen in world rally racing or is this just something specific to the American series? No, that it probably happens uh, internationally, but uh, they, and internationally they have rules that say the cars have to be homologated on some of the, the World Rally Championship. And if, if we go out and have the Speed Freaks special, we still have to meet rules of homologation. There you go. That, uh, that after five or ten years, the car is uh, not allowed into the event. They don't want to have homologation uh, F to FIA specs here in the United States because they say it's too expensive, that the parts aren't available, and people can't afford. They would like to do that, but uh, they can't. They don't want to do that because of the expense involved. All right, I'll ask the question, Freak Nation. We got 45 seconds, Statman. Homologation. Speak in lay terms, please, real quick. Go. Uh, the cars have to be built so many copies of it so you don't have one off like uh, Rod Millen's four wheel drive Mazda RX-7 <laughs> that he raced against uh, uh, John Buffum's uh, homologated Audi. When people show up at an Got event, it. they want to make sure they're not running against the hot rod. Freak Nation, Matt and Angie Smith, the dynamic duo on two wheels, pro stock bike pilots for the NHRA. Uh, it's a hell of an insight to a marriage that works on the track and, frankly, off the track. We'll get to that. Coming up next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years yeah. ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, 
If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Freak Nation, Matt and Angie Smith. Matt Smith, multiple-time champion in the Pro Stock Bike category for the NHRA. Angie Smith, multiple-time winner on the NHRA circuit for the Pro Stock Bikes. We caught up with them in Denver for the Mile High Nationals. Talked a lot about Mile High Nationals, but frankly, talked a lot about where the post-doc bike classes should be running. And then, of course, as we typically do, we dove right into uh, some home issues that they, they might have. Matt and Angie Smith now, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Angie, if there's a track out there to fill the void of Vandermeer and maybe Phoenix, Phoenix may be coming back, is there a track out there that we may not be aware of that you would like to see fill 
the void of one of these tracks that are Houston that are going away uh, here on the circuit? You know, um, I, I really like racing at Houston. We, they did bring St. Louis and Chicago back, so I like going there. We raced at Epping two times ever. Um, the bikes did, and MSR was undefeated there. Oh. John Hall won, and I won, and John Hall was on our bike, and then I, that was my first race win. So I would like to go back there because I've never been able to defend my win. I think everybody would like to go back there right now. Right? Is that <laughs> the how the NHRA... How the NHRA is going to fill the void for you guys, at least, when some of your tracks are going away? I mean, I think that, I mean, with some of the tracks going away, they're going to have to, we might have to go to Epping. I mean, I know Topeka, you know, we went there last year, but we didn't go there this year because we did Seattle. So, you know, it's, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Why is that? Why, why are there certain tracks that, yes, you guys with your motorcycles are there and then certain ones that you're not? Well, it, it all boils down to a lot of times tracks will ask for the motorcycles to come. Right. And you... you they will or will not? They will. Oh, okay. Good, good. They will. So the track will ask NHRA, hey, we'd like to have the motorcycles here. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, then our committee, which is consists of five of us in the Pro Stop Bike Committee, we get together and we kind of plan out our schedule and give that to NHRA of where we would like to go. Okay. Now, that's not always set in stone. NHRA will send us somewhere right. that maybe we don't want to go. But for the most part, they work with us pretty good because we try to keep our bike counts up to where yeah. we know where people's going to travel, where people's not going to travel. Yeah. And this three-race swing here is probably going to be pretty hard on the bikes because a lot of the bike people have normal jobs and or phrased back to the hobby <laughs> racer days, you know. Yeah. And people can't be gone a whole month from work. But when you say where the bike people are going to come, I thought you meant fans, but you mean you guys as crew members, basically, because, yes, you're right, there's full-time jobs in the office elsewhere. Yeah, there is. And, um, you know, when we actually left home on Tuesday, and we won't be home till August 5th, so we're going to be on the road the entire time. So you have to think about that. Like, I have to pay all the bills you know, on the road, you know, everything. And then when we have our crew members, you know, when you fly them back to East Coast, it's a day to fly back, right. a day to fly, and then you're only home a day because they got to be back on Wednesday or Thursday. So it's kind of pointless to fly people back and forth. So kind of the whole West Coast swing is you're on the road for a month. And it's tough, like, when you have crew members. And some sometimes we have crew guys that fly in that have a normal job, and they fly in, and this is their weekend job. You know, and that's tough. You Angie, pay the bills by winning, I'm just saying. <laughs> and with wins. this type of travel schedule, is there separation time that you require with Matt because he's being an a-hole? You say, look, dude, you go up in the trailer or you go up in the hotel room. I'm going to sit here by the pool. It really all depends on what the scoreboard says. <laughs> yeah, it's all dependent on how good her bike runs. It doesn't matter about 100%. anybody else in the camp. It's all about her bike. If well, her bike's I mean, running good. It's it's happy go lucky around our camp. No, that's not true. I am a now, very team player. Now, if hers is running bad, oh my gosh. It it's not nice. It's not good around our bit. Hold on, but you have bad days too, yes, though, Matt. And he's Come grumpy on. when he doesn't run well. He's grumpy, but he doesn't ever admit that. But. You know, why are we in this business? To win, right? Yep. So if I just was like, oh, okay, and just come in and set myself down, then then they would go, well, she don't care anyway. I am passionate about this, and I get mad. I've got crew chief that needs to do his job. So you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, 
that is the line of the interview. My crew chief needs to do his job. So there's not a routine that you guys have, whether you're winning or losing, of separation because, again, us being married, we we need to find time to separate. I mean, I just get mad. If I get mad, I just don't talk to him for a couple hours, or I'll right. actually I'm in touch with that. Right. I mean, who's the bigger a hole when they're mad? <laughs> Come on now, he's a smith. Oh, the hell does that mean? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. At least tree. talking about my dad. Oh. I mean, he's aggressive. Ricky's aggressive. She just and, called your dad an a-hole. No, I yeah. did not. Oh. I didn't know oh. he was aggressive. Okay. Oh, well, okay. An aggressive hole. Do not get me in trouble with Ricky Smith. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Or Amanda, his sister, could also come after you. So, hey, you got you to get good. That's a good thought. This is always awesome. <laughs> Amanda knows. You know, we typically, exactly. in the interview, when we talk about you know, a little personal situation. Well, hold on, just, though, hold on, though. We need what? to talk about idiosyncrasies because oh, one boy. thing that drives me crazy, he leaves cabinets open all the time. Is there something he doesn't... You leave the cabinets open? I mean, I mean, sometimes. But... <laughs> okay, really? hold on. Oh, hell. Air conditioning. Oh. Air conditioning. What's your number? What's your number for I'm, air conditioning? Oh. Are you talking about in the room or in the I'm, car? Ooh, that's a good call. Let's go room. Hotel room. Uh, in the trailer, because we stay here. Okay, 60. Oh, 60. What's yours? Yeah, at night it's 60, 61. During the day it's 68. What do you, during the day? I'm 68. You're fine with on. that? Okay. I'll go put a coat on. If Come to Phoenix. We argue over the air conditioning all the time. I'll sit there and I'll turn it down. And he's like turning it back up. I'm like, no. I'm upstairs on my phone turning it. I like to hang <laughs> meat when I'm sleeping. Hey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on that note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. You get into a very serious conversation with Matt and Angie Smith, and then you end it with uh, air condition conversation. You like it cold, hot? Nope. You like to hang meat in it. <laughs> that's how we roll. very cold. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> very cold. I couldn't imagine. Again, it's no no secret crashing. I've been married for years. We have a child. I've uh, known each other for 23 years. Statman's known Crash as long as I have, uh, t 23 years. I couldn't imagine, though, competing against my wife in a motorsport, Statman. Motorsport, yeah. in, in any athletic event, competing against my significant other, Stat. <laughs> the two of you compete weekly. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sport called? That's true. The, in the sport of talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, 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 we won't go into any. I sit back and watch the two of you, yeah. and because I know both of you, I hear the little nuance in what you're saying, and, and I just sort of let it go. And you know, I mean, you, you'll work it out. You gotta, you know, I don't have to be there when I say goodbye. I'm gone. <laughs> Shoot the juice to the moose, and yep, I'm out of here, freaks. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. Now, you know, that I do I do know that uh, it is nice. I've lived with people and uh, dated people, obviously, and we've traveled together. And you got to, you, you really have to know somebody in order to, to have that kind of intimate relationship. And they're obviously a, a good couple. They could laugh and joke. And, and there are times, you said, you know, that. I'd take two hours and go, you know, unwind. But <laughs> at the end of the day, they're going home together and they race together and they raise a family together. And they, Matt, it's got six championships, for crying out loud, including last year. So, uh, yeah, he knows what he's doing and he knows how to 
get the best out of her body. You know, one thing that I would be curious to talk to them about off camera or hell on camera was really that that relationship from the moment out of bed to the moment moment back in the bed and really how that works. You've got like Leah Pruitt, Tony Stewart. Granted, they're not running up against each other, but Tony Stewart is her boss, but she's the one that's been in top fuel and in drag racing for many, many more years than Tony Stewart has. I can't think of anything other than Crasher, maybe Delana Harvick and Kevin Harvick. No. I, I, well, I, 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 maybe in team ownership, you're right. But right? when it comes to the cup side of things, no. No. Yeah, it's I'm, hard. Yeah. To, uh, marriage is difficult enough. Relationship is difficult mm -hmm. enough. But you throw in the, the ego of and the arrogance of I'm good and I'm better than you. <laughs> and the two, you have to work that out, especially if you're competing against one another. Yeah. I mean, there, there's an expectation. And I'm supposed to win sometimes. And I'm not going to let you win uh, all the time. So, yeah, that's hard. And you really have to care for somebody to live in that kind of environment. What, the, the closest, that, I know, the closest that comes to me, though, is Danica Patrick when she was dating Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ah, in NASCAR. But that's, that's all I can really Crash think Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you guys from on Mav TV for uh, following us or actually watching us for the last couple hours, figured out those tech issues, and on the Freak Radio Network. Got another segment coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaks the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.
General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, we're all here for you. Just go to the website, lucasoil.com, or frankly, go to our website, speedfreaks.tv. You can check out a lineage of interviews over the past 23 years, Freak Nation. Go to speedfreaks.tv, and also hit the Lucas Oil button midway through the page, where you can check out a line of products to keep every bit of your cars, your motorcycles, your sports cars, fat and happy. Go to lucasoil.com or speedfreaks.tv. TV. Stat man, you look at uh, the domination that, frankly, we've all seen the last, gosh, I, I, not, I'm just too damn tired to count months, but you've got Joseph Newgarden with the domination in Iowa. Well, you've, ovals in general. He has not lost an oval since last August. Got it. Oh, geez, true. Yeah. Uh, the domination with Max Verstappen. Jet Lawrence in motocross. Granted, they're not. I mean, Jimmy Johnson was Michael Schumacher esque when it came to the multiple championships. Statman, in your opinion, is domination like this, or do, domination like we're seeing? Granted, these aren't multiple six or seven championships, but is domination like this uh, good for motorsports in in all in all forms of racing? Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a major. Just like the Yankees or the the Patriots, yep. Uh, domination gives uh, the fan base somebody to cheer for and somebody to cheer against uh, in every game they play. There's a there heroes and villains. That's what stories are about, and uh, I think it's good, uh, but. People do get bored nowadays. Their their um, attention span 
I, I think I heard it said that uh, some demographic groups, their attention span is as less as eight seconds uh, and, you know, some 12 seconds. Uh, but I, you know, I find that hard to believe. But however they measure that, some attention spans get bored if somebody, one person wins all the time. So they're not going to be interested. And if you want mass numbers of people to watch and pay attention, they're not going to be interested. I get what you're saying, Statman, but Joseph Newgarden, he's not a, he's not an a-hole. He's, he's not pissing a whole lot of people off. If, if he was dominating on these ovals and was an a-hole, I think it would be a different story. Now, Max Verstappen, on the other hand, Statman, <laughs> he is, uh, he's pissing off a whole hell of a lot of people. So I could see where your argument holds for that, Statman. Well, the one thing that about Verstappen, uh, when he wins, it's because he drove the car spectacularly. When other people win, they thank the crew and the people back at the shop and and all of that uh, because they gave him a great car to drive spectacularly. Uh, and I people notice that arrogance is tough to hide, and uh, <laughs> people notice that. And uh, in fact, Kevin Harvick used to pick on his crew all the time they had a bad pit stop that's the reason why he lost and it's hard to get people to work for you if you tell them you're the one that you're the person that's you're, you're my problem mm-hmm. so uh yeah i i think that eventually that's going to catch up with you okay but in talking about arrogance isn't it true that you need a tiny bit of arrogance in your personality in order to succeed in a sport well actually any sport to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. More than a tiny bit. I mean, you need a, a, a level of arrogance to succeed in broadcasting. If you there you very valid studio into a camera down a wire and grab somebody and say, "Hey, what I have to say is more important than what you're doing right now," that's a lot of arrogance. And uh, the people that are successful, and I've worked with a lot of them, are people that you wouldn't want to sit next to at dinner, but. Uh, they're, you know, they're the ones that have had success at what they do. So, yeah, it takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of arrogance to be successful. And as I got older, it's I, I appreciate in a, in a strange sense. I appreciate an a hole dominator, <laughs> whether it's the, in the New England Patriots or the Lakers or the Celtics, uh, to a degree. But I, wait a minute, why is that? Because I feel like when it's in the moment, more fans than not are hating it. They're they're not in. They're not. A, they just don't like domination when it's in the moment. But then after the fact, they're like, "Man, that was such a great decade because of mm-hmm. them winning all the time." Why is that? Well, you hear the stories about how people will go go back and watch those championships uh, with the Detroit Pistons. And the, the gnarliness that they had on court and the sledgehammers and the chainsaws that they brought, <laughs> that they brought to, the, to the paint, they, they reminisce about those great uh, defensive matchups with Michael Jordan and when they would take on the West. It just – revisionist history, I get it, Crash, but it's – I mean, Bill Belichick – his a-holeness made the Patriots and made millions of people hate the Patriots. Well, wait, Statman disagrees. Don't go, in, don't go into that because I, I, Bill Belichick is—I don't want to say he's a phony, but uh, he 
Bill Belichick was four and seventeen when Drew Bledsoe uh, got hurt and bought in uh, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, if it wasn't for uh, Bledsoe getting hurt and Brady taking him to the Super Bowl, uh, Bill Belichick never would became never would have become a championship coach, and uh, he'd been selling insurance because he was on his way to getting fired. Uh, he's only been in the playoffs once without Tom Brady, mm-hmm. twice. So it was once with the Browns and uh, once with, uh, I think, a couple of years ago with uh, Matt Smith or Matt, what's his name, the guy, his court, current quarterback. So, yeah, don't get me started on uh, Bill Belichick. Well, that's, that's a, his a coaching name. regimen I wasn't <laughs> talking about. His A-holeness, moving on to Cincinnati, played perfect into yeah. – that situation, whether it was all Tom Brady or a little bit, what regardless, he was just an a-hole, which again we all bought into it. We grew to love his old crankiness, get off my lawn style. I never did, and a lot of people that I know never did. I thought he was boorish, just like uh, Popovich in San Antonio. Uh, these these are boorish people that boorish. Uh, the best at their uh, at their business, but I don't like them. And when you when you belittle people because of your success, uh, that mm. I have a problem with that. You're buying right into it. You bought into the boorishness. <laughs> well, hold on, though. Yes, someone who did not belittle people, Jimmy Johnson. But then people called him too vanilla, mm-hmm. talking about Jimmy Johnson, the seven-time NASCAR champion, since we're kind of cross-mingling stick and ball with motorsports here. But, yeah, so what do you want? You want a boorish guy? Not saying you, Statman, but you want a boorish guy or do you want a vanilla guy? Because you can still get arrogance in both and championships in both. I, I thought Jimmy Johnson uh, was a champ. He was the perfect champion. I'm a big fan of Lewis Hamilton. There's and another I one. I yep. Lewis is an excellent champion. He, you know, if nothing else, he congratulates the people who gave him a great car and, uh, you know, say we got to work harder to to catch those guys they're faster than us another one so, john force yeah john force perfect example yes i listen frankly i i have no dog in this hunt or horse in this race i like a-holes i like them in the business of sports i'm not going to go have beer with them but i like having a-holes and black hats in sports at my age now now when i was 25 uh and my view of this this great planet and those who lived on it was a little bit different but now it's like <laughs> i don't give a damn if you're boorish you're boring just entertain me you happy bastard <laughs> and when yeah, yeah there we there we go we got uh richie that shows up at the end of the show right? entertain <laughs> me <laughs> just entertain me just entertain me Again, Richard Petty, he wasn't an a-hole. Mario Andretti was an a-hole in the right places as he was winning championships. But he knew how to soften the edges almost everywhere throughout those championships as well, which is why he became so beloved. Richard Petty, if you said the wrong thing at the wrong time, you'd wake up with a crowd standing over (laughs) True. (laughs) And a bunch of birds going around your head. What just happened? Exactly. All right, Freak Nation, we are going to do it again next week. And the word is we'll have Travis Pastrana here in the Freak Nation. Hope that that comes through. Uh, And then we can serve it up to you coming up next Sunday. 
Again, Freak Radio Network, thank you guys for hanging out. Mav TV, thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're there for you. The website is speedfreaks.tv. Long-ass weekend with a lot of kids running around this house, man. Oh, yes, it was. Oh, Oh, yeah, see? World Cup. World Cup, ladies. Let's go USA. That's what we were entertaining this weekend. All right, stat man, shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. We will see you next week, Freak Nation. Later. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding mucus fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire delivers. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491.
Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline ticket, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. 